0: glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Capps. But I know that it was not an evil spirit that came from God. God has no evil spirits. Now there's something wrong in the translation or it's God allowed an evil spirit and I choose to believe God allowed, he had to allow because he had rebelled against God. Can you see that? Now it makes a difference when you look at things in the light of the rest of the Bible. To just take any scripture by itself and try to create a doctrine is going to get you in error quick. And there's many people that'll just swallow that hook, line, and sinker. And just say, well, you know, here's what the Bible said. Well, it's true; it's in the Bible, all right. But we have to have an understanding of it. What are you going to do with all the other scriptures? God is light in him; he has no darkness at all. God cannot be tempted of evil, neither tempteth he any man. And this evil spirit, so to speak, tried to get him to kill David. Now that ought to locate where the evil spirit came from. It didn't come from God; it came from the devil. It wasn't God at all? Can you say Amen? 1 Kings, the 22nd chapter, an interesting story here that I believe that puts the whole thing that we're talking about in perspective. In verse 2, it says, And it came to pass in the third year that Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, came down to the king of Israel, and the king of Israel said unto his servants, Know ye that Ramoth Gilead is ours, and we be still, and take it not out of the hand of the king of Syria.'" And he said unto Jehoshaphat, "Wilt thou go with me to battle to Ramoth-Gilead? And Jehoshaphat said to the king of Israel, I am as thou art, and my people as thy people, and my horses as thy horses. So they planned to go to Ramoth-Gilead. Now, what they do is, Then the king of Israel gathered the prophets together, all about four hundred men, and said unto them, Shall I go against Ramoth Gilead to battle, or shall I forbear? And they said, Go up, for the Lord shall deliver it into the hand of the king. This was his prophets now. See, false prophets. These were his false prophets. They said, What do you want to hear? See, And so Jehoshaphat said, Is there not a prophet of the Lord besides that we might inquire? And the king of Israel said in Jehoshaphat, There is yet one man, Micaiah, by whom we may inquire of the Lord, but I hate him. For he does not prophesy good concerning me, but evil. And Jehoshaphat said, Let not the king say so. Then the king called the officers and, you know, had Micaiah to come. Now notice what happened. They sent and told him, and the prophet said, Now we've already told him it's all right to go, so you better say the same thing. You say the same thing to him. And Micaiah said, As the Lord liveth what the Lord saith. We're in verse 14. As the Lord liveth what the Lord saith unto me, that will I speak. So he came to the king, and the king said unto him, Micaiah, shall we go against Ramoth-Gilead to battle, or shall we forbear? And he answered him, Go and prosper, for the Lord shall deliver it into the hand of the king. Now, what's he doing? He just said, I wasn't going to say anything but what the Lord said. He's mocking the king, and he knows he's mocking him. See, it was the infliction in his voice. He said, Yeah, go on up, king. It'll be delivered into your hand. And the king said unto him, How many times have I adjured thee that thou tell me nothing but that which is true in the name of the Lord? Now see, the king acts like he wants to know the truth, but he doesn't. And he said, I saw all Israel scattered upon the hills and his sheep that have no shepherd. And the Lord said, These have no master. Let them return every man to his house in peace. And the king of Israel said unto Jehoshaphat, Did I not tell thee that he would prophesy no good concerning me but evil. And he said, Hear thou therefore the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne. Now this is the prophet saying this. Listen to what he said to the man. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne, and all the host of the heavens standing by him on his right hand and on his left. And the Lord said, Who shall persuade Ahab that he shall go up and fall at Ramoth Gilead? And one said on this manner, and another said on that manner, and there came forth a spirit, and stood before the Lord, and said, I will persuade him. And the Lord said unto him, Wherewith? And he said, I will go forth, and I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And he said, Thou shalt persuade him, and prevail also, go forth, and do so. Now, when would the Lord permit that? Because the man already had his mind made up. He was not wanting any truth. Can you see that? Now here's the thing I want you to see, and the body of Christ needs to understand this and understand it well. When you make up your mind that you're going to do what you want to do regardless of what God says, you've opened yourself up to evil spirits. God has to permit it to come to pass. And then people say, well, God sent that spirit. No, he didn't. It was his attitude that caused the Spirit to come. God has to allow things that we will allow. And you see, there's things that we don't understand completely, and that is how the devil came before God. And see, there's having a high-level meeting here. And he saw this, and he saw this Spirit come before God. Now listen to what happened. Now therefore, behold, the Lord hath put a lying spirit in the mouth of all thy prophets, and the Lord hath spoken evil concerning thee. What evil is he talking about? The bad thing that's going to happen to him. See, he called that evil. You're going to reap the results of the decision you made, and God called that evil. See, it's an evil decision he made, and he's going to reap the evil results of it. So he already has his mind made up. Now, he makes out like he wants to know what God wants him to do. But got in his mind all the time, what he's going to do. He just wanted God to put his sanction on what he's going to do. And I'll tell you what, there's a lot of people, a lot of pastors now, that got their mind made up. That I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that. And a lot of ministers got their mind, now I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that. And they want God to put his sanction on it. I'm going to build this big building, but did God say do it? We better hear what God said, Because if not, we'll be deceived by an evil spirit. And God will permit it. God will permit it. God won't do it. But you see, rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. And it releases evil spirits, see. Now notice that God, being merciful and in all of his mercy sent a prophet to him and told him exactly what happened up there. And exactly what God saw and what God had to allow to come to pass, but told him exactly, said, a lying spirit is in the mouth of your prophets. And God sent a prophet there to tell him exactly what's going to happen. All you men are going to be scattered on the battlefield and you're going to be dead. And he wouldn't believe it. And Zedekiah went near and smote Micaiah on the cheek and said, Which way went the Spirit of the Lord from me to speak to thee? See, one of the false prophets said, How did the Spirit of God leave me and go to you and speak to you? In other words, he was saying, I'm speaking by the Spirit of God and you're speaking by some other spirit, see? Doctrines of devils. And Micaiah said, Behold, thou shalt see... In that day when thou shalt go into the inner chamber to hide thyself, and the king of Israel said, Take Micaiah and carry him back unto Ammon, the governor of the city, and to Joash, the king's son. And say, Thus saith the king, Put this fellow in prison and feed him with bread of affliction and water of affliction until I come in peace. And Micaiah said, If thou return at all in peace, the Lord hath not spoken by me. Pretty sound warning, isn't it? He said, if you even come back, king, you can just rest assured the Lord hath not spoken by me. And I want you to know that he did not return. They decided to disguise themselves so that they wouldn't be able to figure out who was who. And they did. They got it figured out and they chased him and they killed him. And he died just like the prophet said. Because he rebelled against God. And you see, what I see in this is that when we make up our mind that we're going to do certain things, we just want God to bless it. We want somebody to speak a word over us that what we're doing is all right. There's people that say, well, you know, I'm going to divorce my wife and just marry so and so. I believe God has put his sanction on it. See, you've opened yourself up to a lying spirit. You may be deceived, all right, and God may have allowed it. He'll have to allow anything he'll allow. I've never seen so many squirrely things going on in the ministry today. And this is the reason for it right here. The underlying principle of it all is that they made up their own mind. I want to do it so bad, I'm going to do it. If I can get God to put his sanction on it, why, then that'll be great. But if it can't, I'm going to do it anyway. God had to allow deceiving spirits to lead them astray to their own destruction and their own doom don't blame god for it it's not god shaking the church it's people reaping the results of their own decisions you make dumb decisions and you'll end up on the trash heap and i'll tell you what it's time that we as the body of christ begin to hear what god is saying no god does not create evil it is a doctrine of devils that god creates evil god is a good god God cannot be tempted of evil, neither tempteth he any man. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. God is not the creator of evil. He's not the perpetrator of evil. Any kingdom divided against itself shall not stand. And God's kingdom shall stand throughout all eternity. He is not divided against himself. That's good news, isn't it? Praise God. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, this is the last day for CD offer number 7249. It's called Scriptural Balance to Hard Sayings. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. Total of $19. Now, Scriptural Balance to Hard Sayings. You're going to find hard sayings in the Bible. And we've dealt with some of those on the former broadcast. But, for instance, you take Isaiah the sixth chapter, it seems to say that God said for Isaiah to go close the people's eyes, shut their ears where they can't hear, can't understand, and so they can't be healed. Well, now that's contrary to the Word of God. Now, you have to understand on the Old Covenant, the writers assumed that if God allowed it, He did it. And there's a lot of places that you can see that in the Scriptures. Well, God allowed it, but he didn't do it. In other words, he'll let you close your ears and shut your eyes to the truth, too. But God didn't do it for you, and he'll not put it upon you because he'd be a partner to evil if he did. He wants you to know the truth, and the truth will set you free, and God wants to heal you. But you see, so many people read Isaiah and say, well, God closed their eyes. Well, now, get over in the New Testament. It clarifies this. Jesus said, their eyes they have closed, Matthew 13, 14, and 15. Their eyes they have closed. Now, who closed their eyes? Jesus said they closed their eyes. Isaiah seems to say that God told him for Isaiah to close their eyes. No, Isaiah didn't close their eyes. God didn't close their eyes. They closed their eyes. You know, Jesus said, he that hath ears to hear, let him hear. They didn't have ears to hear. They closed their ears. They closed their eyes. They did not want to know the truth. And there's some people today, some of you listen to this broadcast, you don't want to know the truth. You just want to argue about some things. But now, when you study the Word of God, there's always a scriptural balance to hard sayings. That's offer number 7249, scriptural balance to hard sayings. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps